Welcome to my podcast, Unlocking Your Natural Confident Mindset. Hey, I'm Cynthia Lee, Master Certified Life Coach, Confidence and Self-Esteem Coach, a lover of all things that promote happiness, and an advocate for people not giving a shit about other people's opinion and living their life perfectly imperfect. In these podcast series, I want to help you clarify exactly what you want, determine what's in your way, and put you on the right path to success. Let me help clear the chaos so that you can find healing in your relationships, confidence in your stride, identify roadblocks, and dismantle any toxic beliefs that you may have. So let's get started with this week's episode. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I hope everyone out there is having a great Monday morning. I know I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee. Um, I love hot coffee, even in the summertime. I love it nice and hot. Um, And I put whipped cream at the top of my coffee. Um, And I don't know, it just feels great. It's starting to get to the fall and just love it. I love it. I love the fall. I love temperature changes. I love wearing sweaters. I love wearing jackets. Um, I love being nice and cozy. Um, it feels good, especially when it's cold outside. So, mm, taking a sip of my coffee. Um, it's excellent. It's like a caramel vanilla um, coffee with um, some caramel cream and some whipped cream at the top. Um, because I just love whipped cream. Anywho, so last week, I talked about what I wanted to talk about for this next topic, and it was in relation to my son, how I helped my son build his confidence back up. Um, so I want to talk about that. But what I want to do first is I want to start off with the affirmation. I'm going to start off with the affirmation, and I'm going to end with the affirmation. And the affirmation is, when I believe in myself, so do others. When I believe in myself, so do others. I have a positive view of life that others find attractive. I believe in my ability to be successful in any situation. When others see this high level of confidence, they believe in my ability to be successful too. Success and self-confidence comes very easy to me. Others like to be around me because I believe in myself. I make others feel safe, comfortable, and confident. I allow positive thoughts to occur in my mind. I regularly imagine myself being successful and I fully expect success in everything that I do. Each success brings future successes. From time to time, I do struggle, just like everyone else, but I always maintain belief in myself. My self-confidence is unshaken in any and all circumstances. It feels natural to believe in myself. I believe in my ability to conquer any challenge that occurs in life. I am a survivor. I thrive in challenging situations. Others can sense the level of belief I have in myself and make them believe in me even more. Today, I relieve any self-doubt I may harbor. I believe in my abilities and in my potential for success. I can see how much others believe in me as well when I believe in myself. Some self-reflecting questions are, what are my five greatest successes? In what areas do I have self-doubt? How can I have more confidence in those challenging areas? Hey, that is my affirmation for today. 
like I said, I love affirmations. Um, listen to my earlier talk sessions to see just how powerful affirmations can be. And it's going to play a role in mm, what I'm going to talk about with my son. So around like the kindergarten age, I would say, yeah, about kindergarten, um, my son came to me and he was like, I don't know what I am. I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, I don't know what I am. And so I asked him to, to let's, you know, let's talk about it a little bit more. And it's, you know, because I wanted to know what he was thinking. I didn't want to assume. Um, so he just says, you know, basically, I don't know if I'm black, if I'm white, if I'm Asian, I don't know what I am. Background. My son is black, Indian, Filipino, and Italian. That's what he is. He's a mixture. Um, he's a beautiful mixture um, made out of love. That's what he is. Um, and so when I was talking about it and, and I told him, you know, to embrace everything that makes up him. And then, you know, he just still says, I don't like who I am. I don't like it. And I didn't want to press too much. Um, but then he just said that he wanted, he, he wanted to kill us all. And it hurt me because there was a level of pain in him that I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, um, I felt like, okay, maybe I'm responsible. Like maybe something I did. So I do remember, this is kindergarten. So I do remember earlier before that, like um, he did some modeling and I actually took him out of modeling um, because he said a comment that I did not like. He was playing outside and he got like, I think he scratched his knee or something. And he got like a little scar and he started crying. And I thought it was because of the pain, but he says, um, I'm not perfect anymore. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I got a cut. And I said, you're supposed to get cuts and bruises and stuff. That's what we do when we're kids. And he said, no, no, nobody will think I'm handsome anymore. And I thought to myself, what have I done? So I took him out of modeling. I took him out of that, that world. And, and I didn't blame the modeling world because their goal is to make money, you know, um, they give your kids all these opportunities and, you know, their goal is to make money as well. Um, but I took him out of the modeling world. Um, and I told him that, you know, it's okay to be a kid. You're supposed to hurt yourself. You're supposed to um, get those bumps and bruises and you're supposed to play and frolic and do all these things that kids do. You know, childhood is about getting those little scratches and stuff. You know, then you can look back on them when you're older and be like, oh, I remember I did that. That was so fun. Um, and I showed him some of my little bumps and bruises and stuff that I have on my body. And I was telling the story behind it. And it helped him for a little bit. It did. It helped him for a little bit. But as he got older and he's in kindergarten now and, you know, the other kids, um, we're in the South now. My son was born in New Jersey. Um, we lived in Germany for... Um, a good bit. So now we're back in the South and um, we're in uh, South Carolina area. And he's just, I don't know. Like, so once he's in kindergarten, I don't know what they're teaching them. 
or how they taught it, but the other kids were just so mean because he didn't look black. He didn't look white. He didn't look Asian, you know? And I think to my son, it confused him, you know, cause he felt like he didn't belong. And he felt like some of the things that he liked to do was not okay. Um, and so when we're sitting down having this talk and he said, I don't know what I am. And, you know, I had to tell him, look, your daddy is Asian and Italian. Your mother is black with some Indian and you are perfect. Um, he just still couldn't see it. So as we're talking a little bit more, I didn't want to press him too much because at this time he's like five, six years old. Um, so we went and I laid in the bed with him and I held him that night and and I was thinking to myself, like, I was actually confused. I was like, I don't know what to do. Should I take him to counseling? Because he said that he wanted to kill himself. And that's something that you take serious. Um, and I wanted to try to work on him in, in a small way. I felt like if I took him to counseling this early, I don't want him to feel like he's broken. Like there really is something really wrong with you for feeling that way. Um, and I, I felt my obligation to a mom was to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, and as I talked to him a little more about it, like over a course of a couple of days, I didn't want to overwhelm him. Um, he made like little comments like, oh, you know, um, I think you're ugly. And I asked my son, why do you think I'm ugly? And he said, because your skin is dark. And then I got confused on why he felt that way. Um, and he was telling me how they kind of briefly touched over, um, I guess, the, the, the time of slavery and um, the, the, like, the time in the 1960s. That it, just briefly, you know, in kindergarten, they just kind of touched over it. Um, and so... I would explain to him, like, you know, well, you know, I think my skin is beautiful. I think your skin is beautiful. I think daddy's skin is beautiful. And they will say comments. Um, but once he started getting into first grade, um, he would say comments like, um, you know, there was a time that you and daddy, y'all couldn't have been together. I was like, I know. And the beautiful thing is just like times change and now we're together. So I realized he was really just not liking the way that he looked. He wasn't embracing it. Um, and he was smaller than the other kids. Um, he was shorter, weighed less. So that also bothered him too. So as we're talking, um, I, I started using affirmations. And in my early talks, I talk about the power of affirmations. And it's really powerful. The things that you say to yourself, they're, they're really powerful. So I'm going to get into the five things that I actually um, worked on my son about um, when he did come to me and tell me um, that he hated himself, um, he wanted to kill himself. Um, so I wanna talk to you guys about the five things that I did with him to change, to help him see himself differently to where now he's 11 years old, years old and he's asking me to help him set up a YouTube channel so he can help talk to other kids and other people about how it's okay being different and unique you know, um, big turnaround. So this is what I'm sharing in this, um, this live session, in case any of you guys just joined and kind of want to know what I was talking about. Um, so the first thing was affirmations. Affirmations are really powerful. The things that you say to yourself are powerful. Um, and it will help you 
to believe that you can accomplish something. Um, when you can envision something and you can see yourself accomplishing that is so powerful. The chance, the, the just believe in yourself. My Earlier in a talk, I read the affirmation for today, which was when I believe in myself, so do others. So we started doing affirmations. I'll have them come up with affirmations, which I still do now to this day, um, all these years later. And um, he at first will <clears throat> say something negative. Um, I, I can't do something. Um, so we'll just take that negative thing that he said and we'll just flip it to something positive. And we'll keep saying that every day for like a week, you know, so that way it won't be like we change it every day, like something different. Um, in the talks, I do a different affirmation each day, but for him, we, we kept it the same, like for a week or so. And then we still kind of went back on it like the next week, but um, depending on what the affirmation was. And we kept saying it over and over again, and he just uh, got to where, you know, he would say the affirmation and he will believe it up to a certain point. And then now the school day started, he's interacting with the other kids. And now it's like, I don't believe that anymore. So I say it in the morning, I believe it. Um, and I did not believe he was saying it when he was away from the house or away from me. So then we got to talking about the second thing that we did. I, the second thing I helped him with was I helped him to realize who he was. So we started talking about the things that he liked to do, um, the things that he wanted to do, the, the way that he wanted to present himself. What was his self-expression? What was it? With no influence from anybody else or nobody, um, just you, how do you want to express yourself? And, you know, we, he, told me and he showed me we'll go to the store I let him you know pick out some clothes that he wanted to wear because he wanted to wear it and um he will say things like well I want to spray paint my hair green and I was just like okay let's do it bought some spray well white and then green spray paint because this hair is really black so I was spraying his hair white first and then put the green in and um and I allowed him to be him and how he wanted to express himself. He loved it. And, you know, I, I told him that um, people's self-expression is and will always be unique to them. And they have to embrace that. That is what makes them happy. This is what they love to do to make them happy. This is them. And in that there are other people who are entitled to their own self-respection, their own thoughts. And I told my son that people will say things, people will say whatever they want to say. And you can't stop that. The only thing you can do is control yourself and you can decide how you want those words that other people will say will affect you. And if you show that it's affecting you, then it will occur more. If you just be yourself and you're happy with who you are, then you're gonna just, all those other voices will just kind of dissipate. You, you won't hear it anymore because you're happy. You're, you're being who you want to be. You're, you're being happy. 
you won't hear those little comments. You won't hear it. And even if you do hear it, it won't bother you because you're happy. So I started allowing him to express himself more. Um, and when he started expressing himself more and he started to um, be the, the kid that he wanted to be, he started saying, you know, different affirmations. They didn't just start coming off negative. Um, and, you know, he would, I'm not going to say push the limits for me because I think anybody do whatever makes you happy. Um, as long as you're not harming yourself, harming others, um, you know, do, do what you want to, to be happy. Um, he'll ask me to put fingernail polish on those nails. And I did, I allow that. Um, his father, on the other hand, <clears throat> he would, he wanted a, uh, very, he wanted a son that wanted to play baseball, play football, to do all these things. Um, and I had to keep telling my ex-husband that that's not him. He's not you. Allow him to be his self. And he needs to be comfortable being his self because he is not us. I think a lot of times as parents, we feel like there are children, so they should like the things that we like. There are children, so they should like the way that we want them to dress, you know, and that's not the case whatsoever. We gave birth to these human beings that have their whole mind, um, have their own way of being and everything and just have to accept that. Um, my older son does not get dirty. He doesn't like any of that stuff, you know? Um, so that was hard, but I took on that, you know, with my ex-husband to let him know, hey, look, don't do that. Let him be himself. He is happy. Let him be himself. Um, and the third thing that I had my son to do was I allowed him to have a voice and I allowed him to hear his voice. Um, he would be afraid to say something and to speak up. Um, and he, he was just so terrified. He was just start shaking. And even though we're doing the affirmations and he got comfortable with um, wearing the clothes that he want to wear and, you know, he would put um, fingernail polish on, you know, he sometimes want to do his hair like different colors and he wouldn't say anything though. It was almost like stages. So I did, I did something and I love the fact that I did this <laughs> when he was younger. Um, so we went out to a park and we're just walking around and it's just me and him and we sat down in the park and I said, there's a lot of people out here. He goes, yeah, yeah, there is. So we're just sitting there. And I told him, um, he stuck him real low. I said, scream. And he said, what? I said, no. He goes, everybody will stare. And I said, let them stare. And I said, I'll go first. So I just sat there. We're sitting in front of each other. And I just screamed. And everybody looked at me. And he said, mommy, everybody's looking. I said, I know. But I heard myself. I'm out loud. I heard my voice and I feel good. And I was like, try it. And he screamed <clears throat> and he put his head down. And I was like, look around. And, you know, people were looking, but then they weren't looking anymore because they're like, oh, these two people are just crazy. And he smiled. And I said, how did it feel? And he goes, it felt good. 
And he goes, but it felt weird. I was like, I know, isn't that awesome? And, you know, he started smiling and he started feeling good. So then every once in a while, whenever I'll catch him feeling small or feeling like, you know, um, I don't know, this is mother-son vibe, I sense it. And I would just say, what's wrong? And he wouldn't tell me. And I would just say, okay, how about this? Let's scream, scream, scream so loud, let's get it all out. And then we'll talk about it. So we'll be in the house and I'll just let him just scream. And then I'll scream and he'll scream. And then I'm like, how does it feel? And he's like, oh, I feel good. I was like, all right, so let's talk about it. Now. What's going on? Um, so now it's like, okay, <clears throat> let's get it out in the beginning. Let's hear our voice. Let's hear what we sound like. And, you know, and then if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling whatever, you can get all that out in that screen. So now let's refocus. Let's get back. Let's start talking about what it is that, you know, is going on. And in that voice that he found, which was his self, um, it helped him with his self-expression. It helped him with expressing himself more because the self-expression in the beginning was how he um, wanted to portray himself, how what he wanted to do. But now it became more of, I heard myself. Now I want others to not only hear me, but I want them to really see me kind of thing. And the more we started doing this stuff, the, the more the, the bullying, the more um, his confidence grew, you know, uh, and the bullying, it kind of, it didn't go away, but he didn't notice it. Um, he didn't pay attention to it because his confidence went up. He had like more respect for himself. Um, he saw himself differently. And in that voice and in self-expression, he realized the things that he likes to do. Um, and we started exploring that. Um, so I did put him in soccer, I think t-ball and baseball, and I realized that wasn't his thing. Um, and so then I put him in swimming, and he realized that he loves swimming. He swims like a fish. And then he said he wanted to play the piano. I put him in piano lessons, but he didn't want to do it anymore he didn't want to practice so then he said he wanted to do guitar lessons put him in guitar lessons and he started but then he's like I don't want to do this then he said I wanted to sing and I'm just like okay honey well uh private lessons so I know your thing is music I sense it because every all these things are music related so we'll try singing out and um that was the best investment ever. So he goes to singing lessons um, once a week, their private lessons. And it also helped him to find his voice, discover his voice, and it, it helped him to open up too. So parents, please just listen to your kids. They may know what they want to do. They just need help trying to figure out what exactly it is. Like he knew he wanted to do singing since he found his voice. Um, and but he just didn't know in what genre of music he wanted to do. And singing helps out in all different areas. It helps them with their confidence as well. It helps them with public speaking, gets them out there in front of people. Great investment. Um, so that was the third thing I did. So the first one was, you know, we talked about affirmations. Um, we worked on affirmations. The second thing was I helped him realize who he was as a person um, and 
realized some qualities about him. I helped him to find his voice, not just speaking out into the world, but actually hearing himself, hearing how he sounds like. Um, and the fourth thing was, um, I helped him to realize that mistakes are what makes us human. I told him that nobody's perfect. Everybody's going to fail. Everybody's not going to succeed at something. And that's fine. The only way you can grow is to fail. So you know what to improve on. Um, And, you know, if you get it right the first time, that's great. But if you don't get it right the first time, it's okay. If you really want it bad enough, you have to keep trying for it. Um, And I did tell him, which will um, lead me into the fifth one, was that um, in the midst of you failing, there could be individuals that will um, want to keep you down, keep you down at that level so that way you don't succeed. Realize it, use that to make you stronger and keep striving for the things that you want to do. Um, And uh, the fifth one was that everyone deals with things differently. I help him to realize that. And everyone goes through things. Like, I don't know what you're going through. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know why I react the way that I react. And that's what I was telling him. Like a kid may react to something that you do to try to bring you down, try to make you feel bad about themselves because it may help them to feel better about themselves because they're going through something. Um, And you're probably their punching bag for the day. And I told my son that it's not okay. It's not okay, but understand you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. Could be something wrong with the other person, and that's why they're bullying you. But usually, people gravitate to um, excellence. People gravitate to um, things that put off positive energy because they want a piece of it. They want a piece of the positivity, um, or they see the confidence and they want a piece of the confidence. They want a piece of whatever this beautiful aura is that you're putting off into the world. And sometimes, in the midst of them doing that, they bring their negativity or they hate that you have that and they want to bring you back down uh, so that way you don't outshine them and I told myself but in no way shape or form does that mean there's anything wrong with you um, so don't take that and bring yourself down just to fit in and so don't do that just understand there's other people that are going through things um, there's other people that are, they're dealing with things in their own way and sometimes when you do make a mistake they may try to Say, ha ha, you try to do better than me and you're just as bad. And then you may feel bad and you try to stay down. Don't do that, you know? So that was, um, that part took a while for him to understand. Um, And, you know, so now he, when he comes home from school, he will let me know, hey, you know, these kids that were trying to pick on this other kid and that's not right. And I told him that they need to stop. And I was, I felt so proud because now he's standing up for other kids. Um, he's being an advocate and, you know, he, he's expressing himself the way that he wants to express himself and he wants to help other kids find themselves, find their voice. And it feels really good. It feels good. And, um, I, I think back on everything, um, from the very beginning, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you know, kids who put their, um, parents who put their kids in modeling at a really young age, there, there really isn't anything wrong with it. But 
just to recognize when it could be damaging to their self-esteem, to their confidence. Um, I mean, he, my baby is a cutie and he still is a cutie. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable. But um, there's like nothing against the modeling agencies. Um, but, and, you know, so their goal is to make money and they're going to make money off your looks, you know, and it's just a business. However, I feel as though as parents, when you do put your kids in these industries at a very young age, listen to your kids, listen to the signs. Um, and like I said, I pulled him out when he was playing uh, and he scratched his leg and he felt as though he's the ugliest thing in the world now and nobody's going to want to look at him. And it broke my heart because it's like you're a kid, you're supposed to get bumps and bruises and scratches and play on the jungle gym and, you know, fall off and just be a kid, you know? Um, so, but yeah, those are the five things that I did with my baby boy um, to help him build his confidence up. And I'm so excited. I'm, I'm trying to help him set up his YouTube channel um, because he wants to do a YouTube channel to help other kids to realize that they're special, they're different and unique. And that's a great thing and to embrace it. Um, he's 11 years old. Um, he is, he's, I don't know, he's perfect in every way, shape or form to me. Um, like I said, I love when people are themselves, they're happy in their selves, their bodies, whether they're kids, adults, whatever, like be happy, be you. And not everyone's going to agree with it. And that's something you have to accept. But as long as you live your truth and that's, is what's important and what matters, um, I'm going to read the affirmation I read earlier today. This is my affirmation for the day. And then I'm going to open up the, the floor a little bit for um, anyone who's joined if they wanted to talk and, um, you know, have a discussion. So my affirmation for today was when I believe in myself, so do others. I have a positive view of life that others find attractive. I believe in my ability to be successful in any situation. What others see is this high level of confidence they believe in my ability to be successful too. Success and self-confidence come very easy to me. Others like to be around me because I believe in myself. It makes others feel safe, comfortable, and confident. I allow only positive thoughts to occur in my mind. I regularly imagine myself being successful and I fully expect success in everything that I do. Each success breeds future successes. From time to time, I do struggle just like everyone else, but I maintain belief in myself. My self-confidence is unshaken in any and all circumstances. It feels natural to believe in myself. I believe in my ability to conquer any challenge that occurs in life. I am a survivor. I thrive in challenging situations. Others may sense the level of belief I have in myself and it makes them believe in me even more. Today, I release my self-doubt, I may any self-doubt that I may harbor, and I believe in my ability and in my potential for success. I can see how much others believe in me as well when I believe in myself. Some self-reflecting questions are, what are my five greatest successes? And what areas do I have self-doubt? And how can I have more confidence in those challenging areas? Hey, I want to thank everyone for joining for this live. Um, 
My name is Cynthia Lee. I am a master certified life coach and a certified confidence coach at capriciously.com. If you want to see some handsome pictures of my sweet babies, um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Cynthia Lee. Or you can follow um, my business at Capriciously Official on Instagram. So I want to open the floor up if anybody wanted to chime in and to talk to me about some of the things that, uh, as far as what techniques you use for raising confidence in, in children, um, what are your thoughts on my techniques that I've used um, for my child? Um, so I'm just going to kind of open it up a little bit just to see if anybody wants to tap in. If not, um, then we can talk later. But I'm just curious to know. So I got the floor open in case anybody wanted to talk. Okay. Don't have any guests today, but um, hopefully we'll um, I'll have a guest later that wants to talk about uh, raising, oh, has somebody want to join? Okay, I have a guest joining in. We're going to talk about confidence in children. Good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Oh, oh no, she went away. Try to get her back. I'm not going to say her name right. There we go. We got her back in. I'm excited. Welcome back. Oh, no, she went away again. Sorry, we're having some technical issues. I have a guest joining in and it keeps dropping. Okay. Good morning. I just, good morning. Oh no. <laughs> it dropped again. Hopefully, uh, again. Sorry, everyone. Here we go. We have our, uh, say, Mrs. Floyd. Joining back. I am so sorry. My phone does not want me to talk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it does not want me to talk. Um, good morning again. I'm sorry for everyone good that morning. you know this years. Good morning. I was listening to your um suggestions, what you did with your son about rebuilding your his confidence. And what I like about it is that you met him where he was. You didn't try to make him be somebody that he wasn't. Yes. And I I had that same issue with my little one. She's 13 now. And um, first of all, we never know how much weight our children are carrying until they get to the point to where it's about to break them. That's when they reach out to us. So that's when my mm-hmm. child reached out to me. And um, I love your suggestions of what you did for your baby. 
what I did for mine. Well, first of all, she, I heard her say to um, her father, I did this, basically, I did this to please you. And it wasn't working for her. So I had to have her take a step back. And um, the the strategy that I used for her was she likes to read. So we came up with some questions. And, you know, she's at that point to where she didn't want to talk. So if you're going to read, I'm going to write. So I was writing something. I wrote her some questions and I was surprised that she answered them. And she answered them honestly. And her biggest thing was she was trying to be someone that she wasn't. And right. this, yeah, this kid, she, she loved her hair. But at this moment, she's like, Mom, I want to cut my hair. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? Now, I'm all for it because I've cut my hair in a heartbeat. But for her to say it meant something. So I let her do it. And then she said she felt friendly. I believe a way that we, um, we can help our children with confidence is to, you know, number one, be available. Number yes. two, listen, listen to them. Because I had to find out, even though we raise them a certain way, they are still beings. They have their own thought patterns. Yes. They have, you know, they're going to veer off. And I'm like, wait, that's not what we went over. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't ready, but I was faced with this, this um, problem of like, she wants to be heard. I'm like, yes. okay, so let me hear you. What do you have to say? And the things that poured out of that baby's heart, I'm just like, I want to protect her genuineness. I want her to be happy with her, not the way I want her to be or not the way, exactly. you know, she was doing this for attention and it was breaking my child. And, you know, mama mode came on like, whoa, 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 what's the problem? And when she told me what the issue was, part of it was me and my expectations. And part of it was the attention she wanted from someone else. So I didn't have the, the, I didn't, I couldn't get into my feelings about what I, or the way I was represented to her. I had to do something about it. And we need more people to actually listen to these children because their burdened hearts translate to other people. And yeah. it causes more issues. And I love how you you use affirmations for your baby. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. I should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing it with my babe, she wrote it down. And then I noticed she was lighter. She was freer. She came, you know, she was always like a, a free spirit anyway. She came back to me. Her smile came back. And I, I realized then that the goal of bringing out confidence in your children is to get their smile back. Not the one they show yes. you, but the one they feel. And you could tell, I'm like, okay, there's certain things she, uh, okay, I'll say this, her father wants her to do one thing. But she was, she was, she was stuck because she wanted to do another. And she didn't know the expectations or what she should have done. And she's like, I don't know what to do, mom. And I'm like, you know what? I need you to do something for me. Drop everything. Drop the expectations. Drop what you think we want you to do and tell me what you want. Yes. And once once we did that, 
I mean, it's like, you know how you're listening to music on the radio and then your song comes on? Mm. That's the way it was for her. And she got that back. And I'm like, well, God help me because it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of prayer for me to see through the smoke that I was giving her and to see her. We we have to be able to find a person where they are instead of placing them yeah. where we think they should be. And, and, and it's kind of harder with kids because a lot of times parents, they want, they, they're like, I've been through this, so I know that they can do it, but they're not you. Right. I I did right. this in life, so I want them to do it, but they're not you. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's the right. hardest part for some parents to realize is that you have to listen to what they're saying and accept whatever it is that they're saying because you're you're not they're not just your child, you're raising an adult. You're you're raising right. a, you know what I mean? So it was it was something to hear her thoughts and what she wanted to do. And I'm like, you know, to us, like some adults, you'd be like, you know what? That's not even possible. But I'm like, would you ever say that to your child? That's not possible. It very well could be possible for them. It just wasn't possible for us because we didn't try that. So I'm like, I'm not Mm -hmm. one to tear down her dreams or anyone's dreams. So I asked her, I just stopped. And I'm like, how can I support you, baby? And she said, okay, mama, she had a whole notebook. And I'm like, oh, wow. She was okay, ready. Well, I just jumped into <laughs> She was ready for this she conversation. She notebook. Right. And I'm like, wow, she's been doing this for a minute. So we sat there. And of course, you know, that was a busy time for me. But I'm like, what's your priority? It was her. So she she brought out this. She likes to talk. I think she got it, honestly. But she um, brought out her notebook and she was explaining. And this child had a whole plan. And I'm like, well, what can I do to help you with your plan? And we we implemented little things until Mm -hmm. she got to a certain part. And then she said, you know what, mama, now I can do it. And that that hit me in my chest because I'm like, okay, she's ready. And that's I think as parents, that's where we should be. We should be supportive, you know, be real with them. Mm-hmm. But we should also see what's on their heart because if they're not living their truth, you can't live yours because they're going to give exactly. you some problems. They're like, look, you need to come back over here. Come back over here. I want to do this. And, you know, my child, she's very, she's sensitive. She's very sensitive. And she's sensitive to emotions, to, to everything. And when it came to this, I, you know how children have this plan, this plan, this plan, and we're supposed to guide them on at least one of them that makes sense. Mm-hmm. She, um, this plan came from her heart because she never veered from it. Yes. She always came back to it. I'm like, okay, so how do I clear that way for you? So I totally get, I totally get what you did for your baby and I applaud you for it because um, our children are being lost, like in that ro- that one spot. I honestly believe that's why we're dealing with society the way it is now, because somewhere yeah. when it was when it mattered, people stopped believing in them, or they stopped, you know, pushing. They stopped listening. Directly. They stopped listening. They didn't even give them a chance to grow. Exactly. And I'm like, well, God, thank you for showing me that, because we need to be there for them. If we don't be there, who will? 
and, and the people who will be there for them are not the people you want to be there no, for they're kids. not. They are not. Because they'll probably gravitate to anyone that will give them attention, and they may not always be the best person for them. Yes, yes. That's. I mean, being a parent, I, that scared the mess out of me. And I'm like, God, I can't allow somebody to get this close to her because they could destroy her. Or she could yes. flip and she could destroy someone else. So I, I applaud you. And I applaud this um, this talk about rebuilding his confidence because he's definitely going to need it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and while I talked about my um, son uh, in the beginning, um, I will say that I've learned because, you know, when you have your first, you, you make mistakes as a parent because you're yes. still learning to be a parent. Right. And mm-hmm. so with my daughter, um, I wanted her to, um, we're running out of time, but thank you, Mrs. Floyd, for joining. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. And so with my daughter, I wanted her to, um, I wanted her to not be afraid to express herself. So I took the things that I've learned with my older son, and now I have my daughter now. Um, I wanted to start her off um with affirmations i wanted her to realize that her voice is powerful and have meaning um i wanted her to realize that she does have a voice um and you know uh and i i started that real real early with her and like i said you know your first is your first kid your first time being a parent your first time thinking oh my gosh i gave birth to this thing and they don't like all the same things that i do and it's kind of a reality shock but then you get over it. Then you have your, your second kid, and you know. So, but um, I, I taught her to speak up. I taught her that her body's precious, you know, um, and to embrace her body. And I mean, she's she's five now, but I've started early, um, and I don't regret it. I don't regret it not all. Teaching her uh, her body's precious. If she don't like the way somebody touches her, she does not have to accept it. She could say something. If she doesn't like the way I touch her to say something, that is your body. You just say how you feel. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, and it paid off. Um, she was going to this daycare and uh, this uh, um, male employee touched her inappropriately. Um, and it, I want to say it happened on a Friday because I remember picking her up from, from daycare and she was acting really weird. I think at this time she was three, maybe going on four. Yeah, she was three going on four at this time. And she was acting different. She wasn't my, my sweet baby girl. Um, and I noticed something the whole weekend. And then Monday, as we're driving to daycare, she's telling me she doesn't want to go. I'm like, why? And she goes, I just don't want to go. I, I don't want to go. And I um, in I didn't get this. I knew something was weird, um, but I didn't get this vibe that it was anything worse than what it was. So I went in and I, I dropped her off. But when I picked her up, um, she was still acting weird, but the teacher, though, she said that, you know, Naomi's not act like a Naomi, and she's not wanting to participate in anything or take a nap, you know, and she's uh, urinating on herself. <laughs> this is so weird. So when we sat in the car, and I, I said, what's wrong? And she 
said, I don't want to come back here. Um, my daughter, she speaks really well, even at that age. And um, she said the, she said the guy, she said he, he touched my, my private parts and I don't like it and I don't want to go back. And for one, my heart dropped because no one ever wants their child to be violated. Um, and, and I was so proud of her for telling me, you know, um, and for her to recognize that I have a voice. I don't want him to do this. I don't like it. Um, and, uh, and she came to me about it and, you know, so I went to the director, talked to the director and everything about that, but, um, it was instilling in her <clears throat> at a young age that my voice is powerful. Um, I have power in my voice. I can move mountains um, and I'm in charge of, you know, um, my body. And I don't, if I don't want someone to touch my body, they, I can say something, I can make a difference. Um, and the fact that she recognized, I don't like this. He's touched me inappropriate me. Um, and she came to me about it was great. I love, I don't like it happened, but I like the fact that she came to me and she said something. Um, and it was really, really good. So there's, there's so much power. Um, like I said, um, when, when you talk to your kids and you listen to your kids, you also get that the kids get this confidence in their parents that if there is anything that is going on with me, I can come to my parents and they won't judge me. They won't look at me differently. They, they will listen to what I have to say and we can work on it together. Um, so there's power in just listening to your kids. They have something to say. You just have to have that door open for them to realize that whatever it is that you want to bring to them, um, that they're free to bring it to them. So um, I wanted to thank everyone for joining. Um, again, the the five things that I talk to my kids now, I have a several now, a little boy, um, I talk to all my kids about this, is you know we do the affirmations every morning, um, well, every Sunday we go over affirmation, our affirmation for the week, um, and we write it up on the mirror in the morning in the bath in their bathroom so that way they can see it all the time. Um, and I, I help them to realize that they're special, they're unique, and um, that they have a voice and what they have to say matters. Um, and if one person doesn't want to hear it, that's fine. The other person will hear it, but you have a voice. And it is powerful. Um, and with my older son, I have to have him scream to get it out. Each kid is different. It's not going to work for each kid. You may have the same techniques, but, you know, you just implement it differently with each kid. They're all different human beings. Like, each one of my kids have completely different personalities from me. Um, but, so with him, it's screaming. He just has to just scream and just get it out. And then he's good. Now he can focus. Now he can get his thoughts back and he can talk to himself and express himself. Um, you know, my older daughter, my younger daughter, I'm sorry. She's, uh, she's not afraid. She don't like it. She don't like it. She'll tell you, you know, no, I don't like it. I don't like it when you do this to me. No, I don't like when you talk to me, you know? Um, 
and she has no problem with uh, if someone does touch her and she doesn't like it, regardless of <clears throat> whatever it is. Is um, now she's in kindergarten, the little boy's trying to hold her hand. She'll say, "No, I don't want you to touch me." You know, like she has no problem saying that, and I like it. Um, the teachers found her kind of loud and brass, but I told her no. I I told her if she doesn't like something, to say something, and you know, um, and if she comes to you and like you know that something's happening, I expect you to not ignore her, um, especially if it's um, somebody's touching her inappropriately. Um, so my younger son, he's three. We're still working on some stuff. <laughs> um, but allow your kids to say affirmations. Let them come up with it. Help them to express who they are and find out who they are in a way that's works for them not you for them and help them realize that they have a voice and it's powerful and however they choose to express that is okay um as long as they're not trying to harm themselves or harm others um one voice can change the world um and it will never come without opposition in the beginning but one voice can change the world and it can be so powerful help your kids to understand that they are human in that mistakes are supposed to be made none of a lot of the great things that we had now in society came with people making mistakes over and over and over and over and over again and they're perfecting it um if they have any type of celebrity that they look up to um go over their past let them see they made mistakes they failed um michael jordan he got cut from his basketball team um all these all these people like they they start off somewhere but they never gave up let their kids see that. Let them see the, the proof in the pudding. You know, sometimes kids need to actually see it. And, but also with all that being said, make sure your kids understand that people are entitled to their own opinions and their own thoughts. And they have to respect that as well. They don't have to accept it. They don't have to be, um, to deal with, let's say if they're being bullied, but they understand that just because you do have that confidence, it will not come with, um, without opposition. There they will be someone trying to bring you down. There will be somebody trying to bring you back down to your level or have something to say about everything that you do. And just to know it, embrace it, understand that everyone is going through their own struggles, their own trials and tribulations. Um, and your path's not across for that moment, but you're still in control of your own path and your own journey. So <sighs> thank you everyone for um, joining this live. Um, if I don't have any other guests, I do look forward to talking to you guys um, tomorrow, uh, same time, same place, and much love, peace, and happiness to everyone out there. Listen to your babies. They have something to say, so just sit down and just listen. <laughs> so I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you for hanging out with me. And if you like what you are hearing and you want to continue to hear more inspirational and motivational coaching tips that's designed specifically to help you to obtain unshakable self-confidence, then be sure to subscribe. Also on capriciously.com, that's C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S-L-E-E.com, we have a number of courses and a membership program that is designed specifically to help you to master the art of being truly authentic to yourself 
and to have that unshakable self-confidence that you deserve. Also there, you can book your free consultation if you're interested in having me as your personal confidence coach. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Check out capriciously.com and see how we can help you to get that unshakable confidence that you deserve.